the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting to my right is my son, Alan Salem. He has expertise different than mine. He's in the performance division, the tire division, the lift and lower, and the diesel dress him up and uh, make bad boys. But that's what he does. And if you have tire questions, tire problems, or if you're wondering which... uh, auxiliary fuel tank is better or which bed liner is better or which bed cover is better than we're capable of handling that 602-508-0960 this portion of those of under the hood is brought to you by quality transmission if you remember the last hour um darwin called in and we were talking about diagnosing his transmission and he said that his shift pattern was just really bad and i asked him would you please just drive it and manually shift it otherwise pull it down into low and then click it up once when you're ready to shift click it up the next time and he said that when he manually shifts it, it runs fine. And I said, well, I need to send you to a transmission shop. Where where, where do you live? And he says, well, I'm going to go to Bob over at Quality Transmission. Bob handles the East Valley just perfectly. Bob is the only transmission shop in the East Valley that I recommend. Bob is honest, dependable. He does good work. And he's been in business for a very, very long time. You need to be kind of worried about a transmission shop that's owned by somebody in the last 18 months that's something that should concern you. Transmissions are sophisticated. It's not It's not really a uh, breeding ground for Einsteins after a year and a half or two years worth of business. So Bob's been around a long time. You'll get somebody who knows what they're doing at Quality Transmission. All righty. Do we have any callers, Mr. Jeremy? Okay, Keith, you're up first, buddy. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. A couple days ago, I saw in the news this item about the smaller Ford cars where the door latches are breaking and the doors won't stay shut. Yes. And Ford seems to have a, well, we don't care sort of attitude. I was wondering if you wanted to expound on that and maybe give some advice to owners of those vehicles. Yes. I'm, I'm, I'm happy that you brought that up. I'm disenchanted with the local news coverage because it seems pretty sensationalized to me. And had they asked me, and it's not that, it's not that they have to ask me, but if they would have asked any automotive expert, they would have said, let's get those cars to a body shop. Let's determine exactly what's going on. Because right now, and I've seen all the news coverage, right now nobody really knows what's going on. What we have is we have some people who say that the door is flying open. Now, every door latch is made the same. There is two indentations, two latch parts, two parts of the latch. And everybody knows what those are. When you shut the door and you don't get it completely shut, it's on the first latch. And then if you push on it or open it and slam it harder, it goes to the second latch. 
the information on all of the TV stations locally doesn't give us any information. All they do is sensationalize this idea that this car, the door's flying open. Now, they're unable to duplicate the problem for the television cameras. They're unable to, to, to cite any experts. But if you have a car like that, I would go to a paint and body shop. And there's plenty of them on my list of best car repair shops at MarkSalem.com. And I would go there and I would say to them, what do you know about this? And would you inspect my latches? Because here's, there's only two things. And I'm going to guess because I, I, don't know if I, I, I don't know what the issue is. Perhaps the weather stripping is so new and so thick that we aren't getting the second latch latched. And that's a door adjustment. Perhaps there's a, enough of the flex of the door, of the body around the door, that we're disengaging the latch. But I want to tell you something. The second latch is a complete circumference of the pin. So there is a metal jaw completely around the pin. So even if there's a distortion or if we flex the body in that area, that door shouldn't come apart. So, And I'm also concerned that Ford hasn't said anything about it. I'm also concerned that NHTSA hasn't said anything about it. And that suggests to me that this may be something that may be real geographical, and maybe it's only in Phoenix, and maybe it's only with a couple of people. I don't know. But to answer your question bluntly, I don't have a clue because I think the sensationalized news media, uh, of which I'm a part of, I think they've sensationalized this for their ratings, but the information they're giving people scares them, but it, there's no meat and potatoes behind the piece. That's my thought. But I don't know the answer to your question. Wow. <laughs> so, but what part of town do you live in? I live in Mesa. Do you have one of these cars? No, I don't. I just was curious about the yeah. news item. Yeah, it's, you know, there's been times I've built hot rod cars, and I, I put new weather stripping in them, and I don't adjust the door right. And even though the door looks closed, it's on the first latch. And then when I flex the body, like when I'm laying rubber and popping the front wheels off the ground, then all of a sudden the door comes open. I've been there before. I know that. But that's my fault because I didn't have the door adjusted right. So I don't know what the issues are. I'm sorry. I just don't know. But thanks for bringing that up. Thank you, Keith. Thanks. Harry, you're up next. Harry, how are you? This is on your four years at, the, at the, your station here. Yeah, that four years and four years the uh, first week of November. Wow, that's gone fast. No one knows that better than me. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I've got a couple questions. Okay. Um, on. You know, all these cars have a lot of body plastic on them, and uh, you know, running boards and side trim. And you get a little older vehicle after a while; those really uh, change colors from you know black to gray. Mm-hmm. What uh, product uh, have you found that works good on kind of getting them somewhat back to looking? You know? I'm going to turn this over to um, the uh, kid next to me who, uh, who is expert. waving his hands and saying that he knows the answer, bar none. Well, no, I, I don't know the answer. I know there's products out there. I can't give you a specific brand because uh, we have people come out and detail our, our vehicles, but I would, uh, uh, th- they are out there, uh, but I can't think of a specific your, brand. Your detailer did my truck not too long ago, and I was really happy how he re-blacked like the pads on my rear bumpers. Right. And I, and I, was, I thought, oh, I, once I washed it or once or twice, it'll come off, and it didn't. So, right. Harry, let me, let me do this. I want you to call the shop on Monday and ask for Alan. Okay. And, and, Alan, would you call your detailer and ask him what product he's been using 
for the plastic to rejuvenate the color on plastic. Certainly. Now, there's going to probably be a black product, but then he's probably going to have some other rejuvenation right. for the gray and the blue and the red and all that other stuff. Right. So can you do that? Yep, I absolutely will. And we'll report on it next week. But, Harry, if you call the shop, do you have that number or you want me to give it to you? Uh, I've got it. Okay. All right. Just it. call the shop. And you have a second question. Okay. The other question is, you know, you're talking about NHTSA. Uh, what about the uh, insurance uh, institute's uh, ratings on crash tech on car? I know they're different than NHTSA. Well, NHTSA is the regulatory and the the, per, the people that gather data and then determine what to do about a problem where the insurance people are are grading the car's ability to withstand a crash. That you bring up a great point, Harry, because they're not talking about this four-door e- the issue either. Yeah, I know. And, and you, we've all seen them crash these cars. They, they hit the left front, they hit the right front, they hit the whole front, they hit them on the side, they hit them on the back. We've seen video of those. And I'm concerned of the absence of them saying, yeah, or consumer reports. How come Consumer well, Reports hasn't raised their hand? Well, they, they kind of have. I, I I bought a, a Honda Pilot okay. in 2015, and uh, it had like a four-star rating on the frontal crash. Well, I was looking in, uh, you know, Consumer, and they downgraded uh, them, and in fact, they don't even recommend them anymore. There was a number of cars they wouldn't recommend uh, because of the offset uh, frontal crash. And you can get online and actually see it. Yeah. And... Uh, <laughs> I, no, your, your your left leg, uh, lower part, and your hip is going to be, uh, you know, is going to be injured because the front uh, part of the uh, uh, of the vehicle kind of collapses on it. Okay, and that's called the A pillar area. Right. Aren't you a fireman? Uh, yes. Okay. Well, I want to ask you a question because I was sitting in the presence of a whole bunch of policemen and firemen six Boy, months ago. Boy, were you lucky, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Actually, they all get together up in Payson at the airport on oh, Tuesday okay. mornings at 9 o'clock, and we all have a heck of a lot of fun. But there's Highway Patrol, and there's Phoenix, and there's, you know, Scottsdale, and there's all kinds of guys up there. But everybody's retired, so we can talk about anything we want. But anyway, of all the accidents that you probably went to the scene, what percentage of all those accidents was that offset cr- frontal crash? Well, usually with somebody hitting a... Uh a pole, the worst one was hitting a, uh, uh, that I can recall was hitting a palm tree. They don't give it all. Right. I mean, you're totally, uh, of course, depending on what your vehicle they have, you know, if it's an yeah. older one, they're, you know, they're kind of hurting on that. But uh, the newer vehicles, you had a Mercedes, are one of the really good ones. Well, and, and, and when I posed that question, because my focus was the offset hit, right. and when I asked this group of guys, they said, you know, it's, it's no, it, the, the percentages is a single digit. Right, it's, it's not, Oh, yeah. I mean, we're, the cars that, we're, that you're going to, and I'm going to make a guess based on what I was told by all these other guys, I mean, they're full front hits, right. side hits, and back hits. So, you know, they're, they're headlight to headlight in the front, Maybe an offset in the back. You know, as the guy try, the guy's going to come up behind you, you slam on the brakes. He doesn't have time. He jerks to the right, and he clips your right rear with his left front. They talked about that. But they all agreed that that offset was 1% or oh, it's single digit, they said. It's from 1% to 9% of all yeah, crashes. And, and, and so I just wish that if Consumer Reports wants credibility, why wouldn't they talk about that issue? Yeah. You know, while it, you're not going to fare well in an offset, if you hit a palm tree with your driver's side headlights and you hit it at 40 miles an hour, there's a good chance you're going to have some leg damage. I understand that. 
But we also want you to know that if you're in a crash, you only have a 1 in 10 chance of actually having or duplicating what we just did to this car. Well, it seems like Honda kind of took it to heart because their new one passed the test. And, 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 and then the question begs to be answered, what, what part of the test was changed, if any? Because you have to change the test as the year goes by. You can't use a t the 2009 test on a 2016. I always think they've tested every year, for the new, uh, even though it's the same vehicle. Yeah, pretty much. And I, I agree with you. I wonder, and I don't know the answer to this. I wonder if they're if they're grading all the cars and then they pick the winners. So each year they hit the same offset at the same miles per hour but you get a different grade on how you protect the driver compared to the other cars. So maybe it's 40 miles an hour, and maybe it's the same piece of concrete that we're going to hit, but I don't know how, and I agree with you, I was wondering the same thing. Why did the pilot fail, and then why did the pilot pass? Well, you, you, you look at the detail on, uh, on YouTube, and you go, whoa, this, this doesn't look good at all. I mean, it, uh, the class <laughs> is pretty, pretty good. And I've got an older Trailblazer. 2002 and brought that one up and it passed. Well, it's a completely different frame. No, you're right. But and I also want to tell you something, Harry. There's no way in God's green earth that Honda fixed a car in one year model year. So if they had an offset problem in 2015, there's just no way in God's green earth that they're going to fix that in 2016 because half of the 16s have already been made. So the, something had to change. But thank you for your comments. Okay. I got to run 602-508-0960. We'll be right back. Michael Medved thinks we've reached political silliness. There is too great a tendency in American media to jump on some kind of offhand comment. Oh, that's a gap. This, this is, is silly season. When we start talking about a Republican civil war and saying that, oh, Republicans are fighting with Republicans, we are doing exactly what mainstream media and the Democrats want. The Michael Medved Show, weekdays at noon, right before Hugh Hewitt at 3, on Intelligent Talk 960, The Patriot. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC-certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a free cursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. American Vision Windows is Arizona's one-stop shop for windows and doors. With over 70,000 customers and over 600,000 windows installed. We are honored to be the only window installation company in Arizona with our own custom-designed window for the extreme Arizona climate. American Vision Windows' exclusive Arizona package is tailored to the harsh desert climate and is the industry's leading energy-efficient window. We created a window based on our first-hand experience with the perfect balance of beauty and protection. 
protection from the extreme Arizona heat and dust. The Arizona package is beautiful, has better glass, best vinyl, and a lifetime guarantee. Which means a more comfortable home for you and your family, all while saving money on your energy bills. And for a limited time, you'll receive free upgrade to American Vision Windows' exclusive Arizona package with free upgrade to triple pane glass and free expert installation. Wow! Call 480-619-5707. 480-619-5707. ROC number 267599. Welcome back to The Cat Show. Up next, we have Nico. Nico is a member of the Shelter Pet Group. That's right. A group known especially for their sunspot sleeping, ball chasing, leg rubbing, couch purring, bed leaping, and of course, companionship. Wonderful. And what breed would you say Nico is? I'd have to go with a tabbyish Persian kind of mix. Tremendous cat. I'd also like to point out her coat's wonderful mix of colors. Is it black, gray, gray, black, brown? Somewhere in between. Indeed. You know, it's always special when we get to see a cat like this. Just look how she struts. It's like she owns the place. And how she's so incredibly cute in her indifference to commands. A strong-willed feline. Ah, and see how she curls up and cuddles her person. The pitch on her purring is simply perfect. Nice one. I know. Fantastic cat. Fantastic indeed. But really the best way to know an amazing shelter pet like Nico is to meet one. Visit the shelterpetproject.org today. Adopt. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. If you're looking for the latest videos, audio, and articles from the top political minds from around the country, like Jonah Goldberg, Thomas Sowell, Michelle Malkin, and many more, then The Patriot has you covered. Just log on to 960thepatriot.com today. Looking to see what's up next on The Hugh Hewitt Show? Like 960 The Patriot on Facebook for daily show updates. 960 The Patriot, where truth matters. The mechanic raised up from under my hood and he shook his Welcome back, everybody. It's 21 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. Sitting to my right is Alan Salem. And together, we are here to help you with your car problems. You're welcome to call us. We have four lines of the five lines available right now, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. In Mesa, there's one repair shop that has done two things that are special. Number one, they've applied to be on our list of the best car repair shops in Phoenix. And number two, they made it. There's guys out there that have applied and didn't make it, but there's good guys out there that haven't applied. But Thompson's Auto Repair has been on our list for a very long time, and they've been in business since 1970. Brian and Thelma do good work. They're very honest. They have ASE-certified technicians, and they're going to make sure that you're involved in the repair and that you understand your options. When you meet Brian or Thelma, his wife, you'll understand why that it was a no-brainer for me to go meet them and, of course, I knew their families from the previous generations. As a matter of fact, I worked for one of Brian's uncles as a kid. So I know what kind of a family he came from. So it was really easy for me to determine that Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing belongs on our list. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley in Mesa. Thompson's Auto Repair and Towing. Let's go to the phones. Art, you're up next, buddy. How can I help you? Oh, good. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, how are you? I'm good. Listen, Mark, I just replaced my water pump, uh, my timing belt, um, my tensioner, and... Uh, I have a very slight squeal in the uh, um, uh, on the inside that the area there, and when I first started up in the morning, and uh, if uh, I raise the RPMs just a little bit, it goes away, 
and after about uh, 30 seconds, it goes away also. Um, I was wondering if maybe you might have an idea. Uh, well, what you did wrong was is you should have started the car when you had the belt on it before you put everything else on it. And at that point, you would have had the squeal. And at that point, you, you can just take a long screwdriver and you can touch the tensioner. You can touch the idler pulley. You can uh, touch the different components in there and you can feel where the problem is. Did you do the tensioner and the idler pulley? Yes. Okay. Oh, the, the thing I was afraid of is that um, um, I have to take the, uh, the mounts, disconnect the mounts from the engine. But if I had it on a couple of secure blocks, it wouldn't have been a problem to start that motor. Yeah, um, it, 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 you know, there's always a possibility you're going to have some coolant come out of the upper hose or out of the bottom hose and stuff like that. But it's not uncommon for us to to arrange to capture whatever might leak, and for us to to, to start the motor up and just watch the belt. And and then we also hook up a vacuum gauge to the motor because we know that at idle we want that vacuum to be 17, 16, 17, 18 inches of vacuum. Uh, and and when we don't want to put it all the way back together and then find out it's at 12 because we're off a tooth. So uh, so that's uh, part of the reason why most of my senior guys will fire up that motor uh, for a, a short period of time just to make sure we had good vacuum and that they've got all their... T and besides, once they start it and run it and they shut it off, then they rotate the motor around and make sure the marks are still lined up. Uh, uh, they tell me a third of the time they're not marked up and they need to make an adjustment. So start it, shut it off, start it, shut it off. That, that's important. After you put the belt on, though, you're supposed to just rotate it by hand two or three times to make sure that the pistons aren't going to hit any of the valves. Well, yeah, I did that. It took me like an hour and a half until I got it so it didn't switch all of a sudden. Yeah. Two. So yeah. it was a difficult thing. But the hardest part about it was getting at the... Uh, um, what was that? The uh, um, the the, um, the uh, power steering pump bracket. Yeah. Um, I'm working uh, off of the ground, so uh, it was to reach in there and try to line those back up. Uh, <laughs> Uh, Art, what you're fair. telling me, what you're telling me is, is it, would it be fair for me to say, Art is telling folks that while many things about cars look easy, um, there, he has a newfound respect for those guys that are capable of doing that time and time again and still smile and not want to commit suicide later. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So you have a new appreciation for the two or three or four hours they would have charged you to do that work because I'm most of the time when a do-it-yourselfer does it, he's in the twice the normal rate. So if it's a three-hour fan or timing yeah. belt, then the do-it-yourselfers is going to be in the six, seven, or eight-hour range. But anyway, well, as far as your I'm nose, getting old now. It took I know. me five hours the first time I did it ten years ago. This time it took me a full day. So yeah. it was quite a bit. Do you know of a timing belt light that uh, you line up the pulleys and stuff? Uh, I saw it on television yesterday. Have you ever heard of the uh, laser light that you put into the uh, pulley? To see whether the pulleys are lined up yes. properly. Yes, yes, there there is a device that, that and and what you're looking for is and that's typically on the serpentine belt, not the timing belt. Well, 
okay. Okay, that's that's typically for the serpentine belt or any fan belts, but not the timing belt. The timing belt, I mean, it's going to shred the edge if you if you've got a misalignment between the crank and the cam and the idler and the uh, and the tensioner, it's not going to take long to fill that whole compartment with a fuzz as the belt wears the edge okay. off. But frankly, that happens once in, you know, that probably happens once every five years at my shop. So yeah, it's not something you need. But thank you for calling, Art. I thank you very okay. much. Thank All you. All right, you betcha. So we'll put down Art for new noise after timing belt. And Jim, good morning to you. How can we help you? Uh, good morning, gentlemen. Hey, yeah, I just was, uh, I got a 2006 Ford F-250, and uh, it uh, when I put it on a cruise, it'll kind of, uh, buck in and out like it's searching for gear, especially, uh, Mark, when you come down that 60 under the 10 transition there. Uh-huh. And uh, I'll step on the gas just a little bit, and it's almost like it's trying to find the right speed, you know, for what gear it's searching for. I didn't know if there was, like, a way to rechip it or flash it. And, and Is it a diesel? It's actually a, it's a gas. It's a, it's a 5.4. Okay. Liter gas. Yeah, I just didn't know if that. Uh, it seems like that's probably typical problematic issue with the. Uh, Sounds like a slight misfire, like a tip-in misfire. Well, that, well let me ask honest, you a question. Hold on. Are, are you on the D cell side of this cruise control? Yeah, I'm on okay. the D cell, and then I'll I'll just kind of gradually accelerate into that that transition uh, lane there, yep. coming down the 60, and it's kind of like, or even coming back up, and it's kind of a little bit of a load on the engine and the transmission. Now, I'm not stepping my foot in. Now, if I step my foot in it, and you know, it'll pop into the 2,500 RPM, and then it'll, you know, it'll go right up yeah. there, and it's not like it's searching. Well, but try this. Know. Take it out of overdrive. Just yeah. put it in drive, and I bet the problem goes away. And right. then I'll also bet that the problem, the tachometer is going to be in the 1,500 RPM range when this is happening. Right. And I think if you take it out of overdrive, we're going to move that up about 500 RPM to the 2,000 range, and I'll bet you the problem goes away. But I want to tell you something. If I was standing in front of you and you wanted me to fix that, I wouldn't take your money. <laughs> I mean, really and truly. I, this, this happens to a lot of vehicles, yeah. and it's just not worth chasing. And, yeah. and, and there's probably somebody out there that says, I can fix it. But um, you know what? Uh, I think if you just pop it out of overdrive and you find out that it goes away and it's really a tachometer generated issue, I think we know all we need to know. It's a programming yeah. issue, and hopefully someday they'll reprogram the F-250 and, 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 and maybe drop a gear under those circumstances. Yeah, yeah, that's so. kind of what I've been doing. I just manually take it over. Hey, the girls had a quick question for you. They didn't know what – they haven't seen 3Doc around or Bernie, and they were just curious where he's at. <laughs> okay. You're going to have to wait till after the break. And I'll tell you. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so tell them that, to you. They want uh, an answer. All right, I'll tell we them. We just are horses, or uh, your horses. <laughs> I know, I know. All right. I got four seconds. I got to be gone. I'll be back in just right after this. This is Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. Over the years, we've noticed we get two types of customers. One customer drives into our shop at the first sign of a problem, and the other waits until the vehicle breaks down and has to be towed in. The drivers who bring us their transmissions right away often catch the problem in the early stages while it's still a minor problem. The other customers push their vehicle so the minor problem becomes major. So if you're ignoring the signs that your transmission needs service, won't you stop by Quality Transmission Service today while you have the best chance of getting good news about the repair? The problem won't go away on its own. Find out for yourself why customers love us. 
Check out our listing on Mark Salem's website, Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. At Quality Transmission Service in Tempe, we'd love to make you our customer, but only you can choose which type of customer you'll be. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating and they're also recommended by GarageFly. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. The future of freedom is now, and there's one person unafraid to take us there. Maybe Mitt Romney had to lose, and maybe we had to give Republicans one more chance in 2014. And maybe Mitch McConnell and John Boehner had to betray us once again. And Coulter. We are destroying the country if we don't cut this immigration off, both legal and illegal. Where is America headed, and how did we get here? Ann Coulter and Hugh Hewitt. A special one-night event, November 12th at 7.30 p.m. Tickets go on sale this Wednesday at 10 a.m. at 960thepatriot.com. Limited seating, including exclusive VIP meet-and-greet tickets before the event that include the best seats in the house. On sale this Wednesday, 10 a.m., including a special Q&A panel of Arizona congressional leaders moderated by Hugh Hewitt and Republican Chair Robert Graham. The biggest political event of 2015, the Future of Freedom Tour, on sale Wednesday at 960thepatriot.com. Sergeant R.J. Anderson's dream was to take to the skies. I've always wanted to be a soldier, but my ultimate goal was to be a pilot. I think I was meant to, to fly. I had just applied to be a part of the 160th SOAR Regiment, and I was going to airborne school that next Monday. So I decided to go on a motorcycle ride with my buddies. We were going through a turn, and that's all I remember. That's the day everything changed. I was told by the doctor that I would never walk again. Thanks to Paralyzed Veterans of America, competing in adaptive sports lit my fire again. They help you transition for the rest of your life to that individual that you want to be. Sports like hand cycling really pushes you to, to find who you are in that redefining moment after injury. With PVA Sports, I've, I've found my freedom. Now when I think about my future, the possibilities are endless. For more information, visit pva.org, a public service of Paralyzed Veterans of America. Welcome back, everybody. Mark and Alan Salem here at your service, 602-508-0960. We know that we've got Mike on uh, on hold. Jim, are you there? Yeah. All right. Folks, Jim's talking about my horses, um, and obviously Jim lives in the neighborhood, and we, we have the most wonderful neighbor, neighbors in the world because they know better than to f- to go down to the in and out burger place and feed my horses cheeseburgers. Um, so we, we pretty much got everybody on the apples and the carrot stuff, but three duck is a, uh, is a stud horse I have. And, uh, he's a uh, black and white. And, uh, 
he is actually down at the barn at the other end of the street. Oh, okay. Okay. And then I just brought back the two bay mares, the two chocolate mares, which was Shanta. We call her Nasty because she is one nasty female when it comes to dressing the boys down. So Renee calls her Nasty or Shanta, but I call her Nasty. And then we have Lena, which is um, a a Dakalina horse. And then Bernie Bernie went to the west side. There was oh. a lady who had Bernie's twin sister, and um, I sold Bernie to her, and she has a matching pair of draft horses. Oh, wow, that's beautiful. And so, They're wonderful um, animals. Bernie is great. Have you have you met uh, the mule? Yeah, oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, the girls have been down there quite a bit. I mean, we, okay. uh, what do they we've call? been down there since, you know, they were able yeah. to walk, and uh, so we just uh, really enjoyed them. And what what we, do we they call the mule? What is, what is the uh, mule's You name? know, you came out and told us what the name was, <laughs> and, and, and I can't remember now. <laughs> they probably know. <laughs> His name is Barack Obama. <laughs> now, you know what? I'm going to say goodbye to you right now. We call him B.O. My wife is going to kill me for saying that, but that's the way it is. Okay, see you later. Goodbye. Take him down, Jeremy. We're in trouble already. <laughs> Action Auto Repair is located at I-17 in Deer Valley. You know why that makes the difference? Is because he's a full-service family-owned auto repair shop that served the Deer Valley and the North Phoenix area since 1983. Tom, who owns Action Auto Repair, is a good guy. I called him on a car the other day, and I said, I'm going to send you this car, and I've told the customer I am quite sure that you can fix it. Now, this customer has a lean code, and he's replaced everything that you could possibly replace, and he still has a lean code. And Tom said, it's an intake gasket. And then with a little bit of research, that is what it's going to be because he's replaced everything else. But the cost to replace all the parts that the owner of this car has done is actually going to be twice as much as what Tom's going to charge him to fix it. So guessing is sometimes rather expensive, but the men have a bad habit of just justifying it by saying, ah, it's got 100,000 miles, it needed an oxygen sensor, an O2 sensor, it needed a throttle position sensor, it needed a new EGR, it needed a fuel pressure regulator, it needed a new vacuum booster, it needed a new idle air control motor, it needed a new TPS. <laughs> and they justify it that way. But in reality, they were just guessing. But anyway, Tom at Action Auto Repair, northwest corner, I-17 in Deer Valley. And he's a really good shop. So if you need a shop, and if you have a BMW, he has a BMW Master Certified Technician, as well as some other ASE Master Certified Technicians. So Tom's, uh, Tom's bays are loaded with well-seasoned, probably a little bit of gray-haired guys who have uh, certified as masters. So it's a good place to go. All righty, let's see who we got next. Mike, you're up next. Mike, how are you? Yeah, fine. I wonder how that mule felt about that name. <laughs> <laughs> Don't bring that up. Okay, I, right. I got to tell you, my daughter got married a year ago, and at the wedding, um, uh, Bo was at the wedding. He was in a corral close by because we were, and he got married up at the ranch. And um, and the last thing I before my wife handed me the mic, she says, "Don't say anything about the mule," and I said, "Okay." <laughs> And um, and so then I introduced all my family and I says and those of you that have been over by the corral you've you've met uh, Barack Obama he's over there and, and there's carrots on a little can right next to it and you can feed him and she, I thought she was going to kill me so um, anyway um, it's wow. is we call him B O and and so but don't tell anybody his real name is Barack Obama okay all right I'm ready for uh, your question yeah an hour ago so you can address this with this lubrication situation I'm one of these guys that's still stuck in the 
10W40. I got a uh, 01 Dodge Ram Van V6, and I just wonder if I ought to get ready to change oil, if I ought to go ahead and make a change or something or whatever. Well, um, are you using any oil? Oh, all? no. Okay, no. and how many miles are you going between oil changes? Oh, I'm going about three, okay. maybe four. If if you went to a semi-synthetic and you went to a 1030, then you could go to 6,000 miles with no problem whatsoever, and I bet you'd get better fuel economy, and I know 1030 would protect your engine better because 40 degrees is a a, a viscosity of a very old, loose engine. And, yeah. and, and you're telling me, I don't care what your odometer says, if you don't use any oil, then your engine cannot be considered loose. And so I think you'd do better with a semi-synthetic or a blended 1030 of a name brand, and um, I think that's what you should do. Okay, 1030 then, huh? That's what I would use, yeah. yes. Yeah. And I think you'll find 1030 is a, is a very good oil uh, with respect to what your owner's manual says. Now, if you've got a 32-foot double-axle gooseneck that you pull behind that thing. No, no, no. Okay, all right. I was going to change my oil then, but if you're just driving <laughs> it around town and you're doing what normal people do, then 1030 would be a, a step up for you. All right, thank you very much. All right, you betcha. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we're going to take your calls. The lines are wide open. you got five, one in five chance of grabbing it. 602-508-0960. 602-508-0960. If you listen to this radio station for 24 hours straight, you'd hear about a quarter of a million words, and thousands of those words every day come from listeners like you. No one values your opinion more than we do. And when you support our advertisers, you turn words into actions. We know you're not always going to agree with us, but we wouldn't be here without you. So we thank you for listening and supporting our advertisers. 960 The Patriot, a Salem Media Group station. Hello, I'm Bob Jones, owner of Quality Transmission Service in Tempe. As a kid, I was a Boy Scout, which taught me to live my life by honest principles. Through hard work and dedication to those principles, I earned the rank of Eagle Scout. I started Quality Transmission in 1977 and set out to build the most honest and trusted transmission shop in the area. In 2003, Quality Transmission was given the first Business Ethics Award from the local Better Business Bureau, and was presented to me by Steve Forbes of Forbes Magazine. No other transmission shop in the state has earned this award. Quality Transmission is also a charter member of Mark Salem's Best Auto Repair Shops in Phoenix, and we are one of only two transmission shops in the Valley that are AAA-approved auto repair facilities. I ran Quality Transmission using the principles I learned as a Boy Scout, which means that you can trust us to tell it like it is, when you bring your car or truck to Quality Transmission in Tempe. You have a friend at Thunderbird Automotive, and his name is Tom Fletcher. In 2003, Thunderbird Auto was a finalist in the Better Business Bureau Ethics Award. In 2004, they won that award. Check them out at the BBB online. They're proud of their A-plus rating. They have ASC certified technicians. They can fix anything with a steering wheel. Thunderbird Auto offers a precursory inspection, the same as some charge $49 for. They offer a two-year, 24,000-mile warranty on parts and labor anywhere in the country. If you live in the Northwest area, you have two Thunderbird Autos to choose from. One at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria, just west of the 101. And one at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise. That's just south of Grand Avenue. For more information, see ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. That's ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. 
Visit them at 88th Avenue and Thunderbird in Peoria and at Mountain View and Reams Road in Surprise, just south of Grand Avenue. ThunderbirdAutomotive.com. Hey, ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Check out the Seth Liebson Show podcast page at 960thepatriot.com where you can replay every minute of every show. The Seth Liebson Show, where it's principles, not politics. Weekdays from 9 to 11 p.m. on Intelligent Talk 960 The Patriot. Got an iPhone, BlackBerry, or smartphone? Download the Patriot app for your phone. Just go to your app store or log on to 960thepatriot.com today. 960 The Patriot. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. All righty, and let me talk real quick about Automatic Transmission Exchange. We, we talk about transmission, guys, and I'm telling you that you need to find somebody with gray hair because those guys have been around the block, and those guys fix the transmission the best. It's important to know that the gray-haired guys started on automatics in the 50s and the 60s and sometimes in the 40s, but they, they have had no problem in the transition of a completely mechanical automatic transmission and then all the way through the process to electronics. So Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange at 40th Street in Washington is a prime example. He's been in business since 1968. He can build a transmission for anything you drive, including your sand buggy, even if your sand buggy is 500, 600, 700 horsepower, he can build a transmission for it. He can build a transmission for your dune buggy. He can build a transmission for your hot rod diesel truck. He can do all of that, but he can also diagnose and repair any other problem you have. So if you drive by 40th Street in Washington, you'll see Automatic Transmission Exchange. It's been there a very, very long time. And Phil and his traff are experts in driving, diagnosing, bidding and repairing transmission problems. That's Phil at Automatic Transmission Exchange, 40th Street in Washington. Let's go to the phones. We've got two lines open, folks, by the way. Rob, Greg, and Glenn, you guys are one, two, three, and I'll be right back with you guys. But, Rob, you're here first. What can we do for you? Hey, Mark. I've got an 07 Cadillac STS, and in the last couple of weeks, I've uh, developed a pretty pronounced clunk uh, in the rear of the car when I engage the transmission and when it shifts gears at uh, lower speeds. I was told, you know, differential bushing or differential mounts or something, but it's actually almost getting worse now. That's a rear-wheel drive. That STS is a rear-wheel drive, right? Yes. Okay. I don't think this is that big of a deal. I don't think this clunk, especially you haven't said anything about a whine or a whirr, Anything other than a clunk when you come from a stop or when you back up and change directions. And right. that just sounds like a bushing. 
We've got okay. a bushing out of the rear suspension, and we're clunking it. And so if I bet if you sit there steady and you go reverse and give it gas and roll back five feet and stop kind of abruptly, and then if you go drive and roll forward five feet and then stop abruptly, I'll bet you can make that son of a gun happen now. If your wife is not mad at you, maybe you teach her how to do it, and you just kneel down next to the car and you look at the rear end, and I'll bet you dollars to donuts that you can not only hear it, but you can see something move. Okay. And that's how we do it. That's how we diagnose it. All right. Is a bushing replacement an expensive proposition? or? It depends. If the bushing is available separately then you're going to have to take the lower arm off or the upper arm. You're going to have to replace the bushing. You're going to put it back together, and then you're going to align it. So that's probably going to be in the vicinity of, I'm shooting from the hip here, 300 bucks. Okay. But but sometimes the bushings aren't serviceable. Then you buy the whole arm, and I'm going to add another $150 to my 300 Okay, so Alrighty. it's not going to be catastrophic. No, no. it's. I don't think it will be at all. I wouldn't think that at all. Yeah, I'm not getting any slip, any whine, anything, you know, as far as performance. It's just when you go from park to drive, it goes boom. Okay, and that's called a suspension shift because you're shifting the load from front to back. You you did a magnificent job of diagnosing it. I I typically only get that from women, so I'm going to give you an A-plus today because (laughs) men don't usually give me that good of diagnosis or that good of symptoms. But thank you for calling. Thank you, Rob. Thanks, Mark. You bet. Greg, you're up next. How can I help you? Glenn's up next. Go ahead, Glenn. Glenn. Uh, I have a spark plug question for you. Okay. I need to change spark plugs in my car. It calls for iridium plugs. Yes. I'm thinking about buying Denso, uh, but there's several different styles of Denso iridium. There's a TT, a Long Life, uh, uh, one with whipped cream or something. I don't yeah. know. What, yeah. the heck, what the heck's the difference in them? And if I buy the Long Life ones, will I live longer or... <laughs> I I want to tell you that I install Denzos, I install the Denso Iridiums, and I buy the cheapest one of the three you talked about. Okay. I don't really think it's a good idea for me to put a 300,000 mile spark plug in somebody's car. I don't think that's what I, and that's not what I do to my own. (laughs) And and how many miles are on the car you're going to change them? Uh, 208. Okay, so this is your second set, am I right? Okay, whatever you had in there, I mean, if if you're happy with the performance over the last 100,000 miles, and if you've got Denso Iridiums in there, then just get another one of that same spark plug. Okay. But the long life one, that's a marketing strategy. I love Denso, but I don't think I want to have my customer believe that I'm going to put a lifetime spark plug in there. I don't think that's going to serve them well, and I can guarantee you that I'm going to be warrantying something somewhere down the road. So I don't like so, that idea. So, I, so is there is there cheapest one typically what a new car would come with that they say to change it every 100,000 miles? Yes. Okay. Yes. All right. Okay, thank you All very right. much. All right. All right, thank you, sir. Have you bet. And... If I'm not mistaken, an Iridium is already a good plug, a top-of-the-spectrum double platinum every bit as good as a double platinum every it's a top of the spectrum it, it truly is on a one to ten scale it's a nine and ten spark plug right and so you're buying the cheapest iridium which is still better than 98 percent of every other spark plug out there right okay. and the difference the difference is is there's two parts of the spark plug the post in the center and then they got the hoop on the top right okay you got to get closer to your mic oh, when right. you talk Sorry. to me when when we talk about double platinum then we're talking about 
if it's a single platinum or if it's just a platinum spark plug, one of those two where the spark jumps is going to wear. A double platinum, they don't wear. An iridium, they don't wear. And iridium is typically the fine wire center electrode. Okay. So it's a matter of the spark plugs get bigger and bigger and bigger. It's kind of like a difference between regular and super unleaded on a car that doesn't really care. That's really what it boils down to. Right. So you can put super unleaded in there. Your car's not going to love you any better. It's not going to last any longer. You're not going to get any better anything. But if it makes you feel good, then spend the extra 20 cents a gallon and put super in it. But right. in reality, buying some of those... Now, there's some on the TV, you know, the late-night TV shows. they right. got spark plugs there that do a half a million miles. Right. My problem with those spark plugs is, is name an engine that's going to do a half a million miles. Right. <laughs> so, and then, then they talk about all kinds of... If they would just say that it's going to last a half a million miles, I'd buy that. But you know what else? This grows hair on your head. It eliminates fuzz on your legs. Prevents um, accidents. Prevents accidents. Um, it, it actually tri- makes your airbag trigger faster. You get better fuel economy. You double your horsepower and double your torque. And it makes you look better as you drive the car. So right. those are the kinds of things. If they'd leave all that other hyperbole off of it and just say, we've designed this plug to go twice the normal distance, then that would be a whole lot better in my view. Okay, Kosser, how are you? I'm fine. You know I only call you when it's the end of your show, and uh, I have a question. All right, I'm ready. Okay. You know, I'm not a novice. I put a CV drive shaft in my daughter's 98 Pathfinder last week. This question concerns a 1998 Nissan Frontier four-cylinder. I bought it with 100,000 miles on it 11 years ago, and I got 204,000. Uh, I went to change the spark plugs uh, a couple months ago because they'd never been changed, and... I was able to change two, three, and four. Number one had a little piece of black plastic down in there I could see with a flashlight. It's not from the spark plug connector. Uh, For all I know, maybe it happened way before I bought it. But I cannot get the spark plug wrench on there. And I tried chipping away the little piece of plastic with a long uh, screwdriver and a hammer, and I was afraid I'd break off the plug. So anyway, I decided just to leave it there, but in the meantime, I've thought of two things. Maybe, uh, and of course, I don't have any check engine light or anything, but maybe uh, heat the spark plug socket up really hot and put it on there while it's hot. It's going to melt the plastic, and it's going to be down far enough I can unscrew it. And the other one is just grind away a little bit of a spark plug socket uh, so that the rest of it can grab. What do you think? Well, I, I like the first one better. Just just heat up a socket and drop it down in there, and then tap it over to the top of the spark plug with an extension and a small ball, ball peen hammer. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, uh, I, I like the idea of heating it up, and I like the idea of doing that. Once you get a hold of it, then you pull it out. I don't know what's in there, neither do you, and it doesn't make a doggone bit of difference at this point. The fact of the matter is, you got to get the spark plug out, and, well, and this happens I to, to all I of us. I mean, you know, the other three look pretty darn good. But, you know, maybe I just ignore it. But you, you're saying that's not a dumb idea to heat that up? No. No, why would that Have be a bad... I mean, I'm not talking red hot here. I'm just talking about yeah, heating it up to melt the plastic or whatever that ring of something is around the spark plugs is preventing you from grabbing the, the, uh, it's not, the six-sided... It's not a ring. It's maybe a quarter of an inch long, but it's enough that the socket will not seat. All right. I just... I, I like that idea. You, you know, oh, okay. I, I like your idea of just heating it up and melting that thing down. And, and it wasn't uh, mine. I got it off the internet. Somebody okay. suggested it, and yeah. you, you're in favor of that. Okay. Yeah, 
I think you've given me two choices. I like the first one better. Great. Okay. Good thank luck to you. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, okay. Pastor. Bye-bye. And when it comes down to I want to tell you something. Um, we talked a few minutes about my mule. Right. B.O., we'll call him B.O. He's for sale, as a matter of fact. He's four years old. Um, he works cows. The The big problem with B.O. is he's barn sour. So if you take him out by himself, uh, you have to fight with him a little bit when to take him out. But then if you go out and you run some fence line or something and you come back when you turn for home, then he's all you know, happy. But if you take, if he's with other horses, he's fine. If he's other, with other mules, he's fine. But anyway, um, he's a great mule. He is a very attractive mule. He is um, a little bit ornery because he's four years old. But um, I have had him with three nasty mares for the last two years, and they have taught him really good mares. <laughs> And if you wanted to put a lariat on the ground and put his front feet in it with uh, with your reins and with your feet, you could walk him in a circle, and he can do all that fancy stuff. But but really, he's four years old, he's a little young, and if you uh, if you're interested in, in a, a, a very dark mule, and uh, but but he's a good guy, then then email me mark at marksalem.com. How's that? Good. Mark at marksalem.com. Let me tell you about IMM Auto Service. IMM Auto Service is in the northeast corner of Tempe near the 101 and the 202. They've been there since 1972, and they repair cars that I don't want any part of sometimes. Volvos sometimes. I mean, all of us can change the oil on a Volvo, a Saab, a Fiat, an Alfa Romeo. We can do that. We can rotate the tires. We can do the brakes. But when one of those cars starts running poorly or doesn't start, you need IMM Auto Service. They're really good at diagnosing and repairing drivability problems, emission problems, check engine light problems on Volvos, Saabs, Fiats, and Alfa Romeo. So if you're close to ASU and you have that kind of car, and really they work on all domestics and many, many imports, um, but they specialize in the Swedish, Italian, and Asian vehicles. So again, Volvo, Saab, Fiat, and Alfa Romeo are the ones that they do. The, and their equipment and their parts and everything is, surrounds that kind of car. So IMM Auto Service, David is the owner, David Enriquez, and he's a great guy, and I've known him for probably 30 years. He's a good guy. Did you have something that you wanted to add to the end of the show? Uh, no. Did you want to tell everybody what your excuse was to fill up your gas, your diesel truck with gas? Did you uh, want to tell them what your excuse was? I don't have an excuse. Oh, you just did it for the fun of it? No, I just wasn't paying attention. <laughs> was the nozzle green by chance? Uh, I don't I don't recall. Okay. I really don't. I just now, wasn't paying attention. I've seen that once in my life. Yes, that's all have I. And where they had a, a green nozzle on a gas pump, yep. um, but uh, a green cover, I guess it's yep. a green cover. But um, most of the time I don't look at that. I push the diesel button, and then I know that if I grab that wrong nozzle, it's not going to have diesel coming out of it. Right. So, anyway, uh, our website is MarkSalem.com. Uh, my email address is Mark at MarkSalem.com. You can find the very best repair shops on our website. You can also go and download our app, and it's uh, for free, and it's Best Car Repair Shops in Phoenix. And it's a free app, and you can put it on your wife's iPhone. So if she breaks down and she needs a body shop, a transmission shop, a mechanical shop, a, a, a general-purpose diesel shop, then we have all of those listed. It gives you some comfort in knowing that somebody is standing up and pointing at that shop, someone who knows. And I've been a master tech since 1990, and I've owned auto repair shops since 1979. So I've been around the block, and I... I can assure you that um, I know the difference between right and wrong, and I know the difference between a good shop and a bad shop, and the shops on my list are um, good.
good quality, honest, filled with integrity kind of guys. And uh, so if you, if you want and you don't have a repair shop, then perhaps visit MarkSalem.com. My name is Mark Salem. Alan's sitting here next to me. For the best, to, we wish you the best for the rest of the week and the rest of the year. And we'll see you next Saturday here at 10 o'clock. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.